0: Professor Horror, Scary stories. I deliver pizza and I've been having a really busy night non-stop back and forth without a time to even pause and take a leak. I've been so busy that I wasn't really thinking about bathroom breaks, but we're also going through a bit of a heat wave in our area, so I've been drinking copious amounts of water. All of a sudden as I was driving to this particular delivery, the urge to go hit me, like things went from 0 to 60 in an instant. Thankfully, I was close to the customer, so I could just get this one done over with quickly, or so I thought. I pulled up to the house, and it was an area I'd delivered in before, so I could immediately see that something wasn't right. All the lights were off in the house, not even a glow of the television or anything. It was extra apparent because the streetlight closest to the door happened to be out of order, and on top of it all, the block was dead quiet. This is a big university area, and obviously there aren't many student renters in July, but there had to be at least one person because someone ordered this pizza maybe they just like sitting in the dark where they were out in the backyard or whatever i just wanted to get out of my car and knock on the quiet house in the middle of the night around 9 30 pm without first checking that i had the correct address and the customer was inside It was scorching that night, even after sundown. My car's AC is a joke, and the piping hot pizzas don't help things much, so I have to try and open the car door as infrequently as possible to keep any cool air in. I called the number the customer provided, and the voice on the other end said, kind of brusquely and out of breath, Yeah? I just tried to keep it clear and concise. Hey, it's your pizza out front, but there doesn't appear to be anybody home. The customer replied, still gasping for air, Yeah, I'm not home. I'd peed so badly by that point that I was much less patient than I'd otherwise be with a customer right out the gate. Well then we're going to have to terminate the order because I arrived in the safe delivery window and you were supposed to pay in cash, so I don't know what to tell you, plan ahead next time. I instantly regretted letting my bladder do the talking for me as the voice on the other end came through more clearly as a young, bubbly, and very distraught girl who couldn't have been older than 20 or 25. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, I was running down the street so I could barely hear you, she cried. I just switched out my AirPods, is that better? Sorry, I completely lost track of time at work, but but I knew you were coming, that's why I'm literally running home right now. Please don't leave, I'm starving, I don't have a car, seriously, please don't leave. Five minutes tops, okay? I know what it's like to be hungry and running late and have no car, but not near live at any restaurants. Plus, when I heard her voice, I began to remember more specifically having to deliver to this place a couple times, She'd always been perfectly nice. Now, I felt bad for snapping at her. I tried to walk it back while simultaneously looking out the window for potential spots to pee. No, no, my bad. I'm letting the heat get to me and it's not your fault. No need to rush. See, when you get here, I hung up and when surveying the street, was starting to think I was really out of luck. All the other houses had people in them and were close together, so there no clumps of trees or out of the way patches of land or anything. Of course, I had just tossed my empty water bottle at the last delivery because I'm an idiot. Finally, I decided it was escalating to the point of an emergency, and the safest bet was to just use the bush in front of the woman's house. She wasn't home, the street light was out so no one would see me, the people who were home were inside. My car was parked across the street and were small shops who don't wear uniforms. so if someone did spot me, they'd have no way to connect me to my employer. Animals pee outside all the time, humans are animals, this is fine. I scurried over to the tallest bush in front of the yard. She didn't really have much of a yard, more just a walkway lined with bushes and flowers that ran adjacent to her front door. The biggest cluster of bushes, the only one where I could be sure there was no visible splatter on the side of the house, was about four feet from her door. I looked both ways, unzipped, and let it fly. After the initial millisecond of relief, I noticed the sound was way off, more like pissing on something solid than leafy. I started panicking, thinking I'd aim wrong, but once I start, I can't stop midstream, so I kept squinting into the dark to see maybe if I was hitting a key rock or something and could just move over a few inches. Instead of all of a sudden, I heard a way more concerning noise, a deep voice exclaiming, what the fuck? And before I could turn around, assuming I'd been caught by a neighbor, a man came leaping out of the bushes. He blew by me, brushing my golden shower off of him. He spit pretty emphatically on the ground, so I think I might have been right in his face. I didn't see where he went after a few paces, but, though this next part is kind of a blur, I do think I remember hearing a car screech out from a bit further away after a minute. I'd gotten some night vision by that point, so I was able to make out the height, build, and outfit, but only the most general details of each. I was in such shock that I didn't even put my dick away. I just stood there trying to figure out what had happened the reality was so terrifying that my mind refused to accept it and impulsively searched for a reasonable explanation that could make everything okay i thought could these bushes lead to some backyard area and just looked like they were against the house could they have been obscuring an open window my inner voice was desperately screaming bro that man was wearing a hoodie in 90 degree weather that was a bad man you're in a bad situation But the very idea that I was within inches of a guy who would be hiding in bushes at all, let alone in front of a young woman's house at night, just wasn't something I was really to grapple with yet. I was coping by not coping. My fight or flight response totally failed me at this point because my dumbass did the absolute last thing I should have done, and approached the bushes to try and validate this. There must have been a good reason for a man in a hoodie to be behind these bushes in the middle of the night theory. So I walked over to the side, turned on my phone flashlight, and tried to peer around the line of shrubbery. Pro tip, as scary as things may look in the dark, seeing them with a single beam of your flashlight can sometimes even be worse. That's when I saw the back. There was a tattered drawstring bag sitting behind the bushes, slightly splashed with pee. But I was in such a moronic daze from shock that I groped around for it, thinking, see, this is it. This will explain why he was back here. It explained it. Once I maneuvered it over and pulled it open, I saw a sharp knife, a roll of duct tape, and a bottle of pills. The delusions officially broke at the point, and all the adrenaline, endorphins, and self-preservation instincts that had been suppressed kicked in ten times over. I became whatever the opposite of Dazed is, more laser focused than I have ever been in my life with one singular goal. Get back to my car. I dropped the bag, booked it across the street, got into my car and slammed the pedal to the floor before the door was even all the way closed. I went as far as I could, as fast as I could, until I hit a red signal. Then I pulled off to the side and realized I shouldn't be driving anymore than necessary in the condition I was in. I pulled into the parking lot of a 24-hour drugstore and took a breath. I was finally calm and coherent enough to zip up and formulate a plan of action. My first lucid thought was, okay, who do I call first, the police or the girl whose house that was? I thought about it for what couldn't have been more than 10 seconds but felt like an hour and decided, okay, I am in my locked car with the engine running, if trouble starts I can drive away, I know something's up, she might not, she needs to know not to keep walking in that direction. But as i was dialing her number it occurred to me what if there was no girl i thought i remembered delivering to the house before but what if i was wrong what if the girl on the phone was just a decoy to get me there to rob me or worse every pizza guy on the planet has seen the evil genius documentary by now so i thought she called me all out of breath she wasn't home the whole thing was off can't risk it i'll start with the cops I called 911, and the operator was very helpful in keeping me calm because I was a complete wreck by this point. He kept assuring me that someone would be there soon. I kept telling them that they had to get there very quickly before the girl did, but I was trying to express three thoughts at once and really damage my own credibility. It came more out. Uh, no, I kept telling them that they had to get there before the girl did. But I was trying to express three thoughts at once, and really damaging my own credibility, it came out more as, you've gotta save the girl because he wasn't there after me, I was delivering pizza unless they were after me, in which case, it might not be a girl, but I talked to no one on the phone, so you should find the girl because they used her to lure me, but if she's real, doesn't know about the guy who was also real, and there could be more guys if there's actually a girl, you know what, even if there isn't a girl, there might actually be more guys. I only checked one part of the bushes, so I don't really know, but we'll know the guy, the guy is the one I saw because I pissed all over him, you know, I didn't mean to, this was back when I thought the girl was real but not home, but she might be real so you really need to find her if she, because the guy is real. Finally, they basically just asked me to stop talking and stay on the line. But that was when I saw an incoming call from the customer. I couldn't answer it without disrupting my 911 call, so I just ignored it. But then, she sent me a text like, hey I'm here, don't see you. I told 911 she was there, and they said officers were only minutes away, but who knows how long that meant, especially after i have given such a scattered account of my events and my panic. I just felt overwhelmed with guilt because my rational mind said the odds of her being a decoy girl for some large scam targeting pizza guys were low and the odds of her being an intended victim of a predator were high. So I put my 911 call on mute, where I can hear them but they can't hear me, and turned back, heart absolutely pounding on my chest. Compulsively muttering, fuck, 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 the entire way. Then I took 911 off mute and told them I had returned to look for the girl. They weren't happy about that, but I saw her meandering past the parked cars in the street looking to see if one of them was mine, and I waved her down, flashing my headlights. She bounced on over to my car, happy go lucky. I figured that was a good sign that she wasn't in on whatever this was, but I was just so scared to be back in the general area and to not know what had just happened or what was going to happen. I kept whispering, get in, get in. She was like, get in, what, oh, what, oh, you want me to get in the pizza from the back? I didn't want to make the same mistake with her that I made with 911. So instead of trying to tell the whole story, I stuck to the bare basic facts. There was a man in your bushes. I'm on the phone with the police. I don't know where he is right now. Please get in the car so we can lock the doors. I was barely able to get even those sentences out. I was shaking like I had 10 cups of black coffee. I held up my phone with 911 on the call screen to verify it for her. I thought that was why she got in the car with no further explanation, but it turns out that wasn't entirely it. You still there? Is she with you? Are you safe? Is anyone else there? 911 kept checking in, not knowing who the third party I was talking to was. I reassured them and we drove more cautiously this time to a location 911 instructed us to wait at to speak with the police after they cleared the area. I didn't actually have to do much after that, the police came pretty soon after. A police car met us, I gave them a statement, everything I observed, and she went to go speak to more officers in more detail than they needed me for. It turns out the reason she got into a strained pizza guy's car without probing any deeper into my story is because she knew who the man was right away from my description she had an abusive ex-boyfriend who was apparently psychotic enough that he immediately came to mind from hearing there's a guy in your bushes she later called us to thank me and insisted on leaving a huge tip i wasn't there when the call came in so the kid who answered didn't know to refuse to accept the money but the manager already promised the next time we would see her we would load her up with enough one free pie cards to last a lifetime easily the scariest Thing that has ever happened to me on the job, or off. I don't get the chance to tell the story much because I try to avoid sharing it with anyone who could possibly know the girl or know the event. But I'm still not the same since. Even though I know he didn't have anything to do with me directly, this truly shook me to my core.